down. Let's sing it. Amen. We fall down. We lay our crowns at the feet of Jesus. Amen. The greatness of his mercy and love will at the feet oh, of Jesus and we cry holy 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 we cry holy amen we cry holy 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 So good. Let's sing it again. We fall down. We fall down. We're at the feet, oh, of Jesus. The greatness of His mercy and love. Amen. At the feet, oh, of Jesus. Us and we cry, holy, holy, holy. We cry, holy, holy, holy. We cry, holy, holy, holy. Is the my heart, oh God, make it ever true, change my heart, oh God, well may I be like you, let's sing that again. Change my heart, oh God, make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God, will may I be like you. Amen. You are the potter. sing that part again you are the potter
your prayer this morning. Amen. Change my heart, oh God. It's good to have everybody here this morning. It sounds loud. Uh, I don't know if I'm getting some feedback up here. It's good to have everybody here. Uh, I want to welcome our visitors that are here with us this morning. Uh, I really enjoyed the service last night. If you missed it, you really missed out. I uh, told Brother Trevor this morning, I said I felt like I should be saying, ouch, instead of amen, because he was so on point. I uh, really, really enjoyed that. We're going to uh, change a little bit. I want to sing that song, uh, Brother Keith. If we can turn Brother Keith's mic on, I want Brother Keith to help a little bit. I want to sing that song we're going to keep pressing on. Going to keep pressing on. I, uh, I really enjoyed uh, uh, what Brother Trevor was saying, that uh, you fall down, right? You fall down, you stub your toe. You trip, but uh, you don't stay there. You get up and you start walking again. Amen? Amen. It was good. You're going to have to help me on this, Brother Keith. I'm going to keep pressing on. I'm going to keep pressing on. Amen. I'm going to keep pressing on to the higher calling of my Sing that part again. Well, I'm gonna keep pressing on. I'm gonna keep pressing on. I'm gonna keep pressing on to the higher calling of my to stop me turn me aside there's no need for you to go on why do you even try even if there was a rapture you never make it in but I just say Satan that only proves you're a liar again I'm gonna keep pressing on I'm gonna keep pressing on to the higher calling of my Lord. I'm gonna keep pressing on. I'm gonna keep pressing on. Sure, you never make it in. 
just say Satan That only proves you're a liar again I'm gonna keep pressing Satan's job is to lie to us. Amen? Amen. God is good all the time. He puts a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good will all the time. Through the darkest night, His light will shine. God is good. Amen. God is good all the time. Well, if you're walking through the valley, and there are shadows all around, do not fear. Amen. He will guide you. He will keep you safe and sound. Amen. To never leave you, nor forsake you. And His word is good. God is good all the time. He puts a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good all the time. And through the darkest night. God is good, my God is good, all the time. Well, we were sinners, so unworthy, yet for us He chose to die. He filled us with His Holy Spirit, so we could stand. Testify, well, that his love is oh, everlasting, and his mercies, amen. They will never end. God is good all the time. He puts a song of praise in this heart of mine. We're 
thankful for him. He's good all the time. Amen. It doesn't feel like it sometimes, but he's good. He knows what he's got in control for you. Amen. Uh, we're going to change the order of the service a little bit and take some needs uh, before the throne this morning. Um, you just play bring all your needs to the altar, Sister Becky. Um, I'm going to ask Brother Chad Harvey if he'll come up and uh, open the service in a word of prayer. It's good to have uh, the Harveys with us. Um, take these needs. Um, we want to continue to remember uh, Brother Richard and Sister Mary Smith. You know, when you're uh, homebound, sometimes it can feel a little lonely. So we want to remember them in prayer. We really appreciate both of them. You know, they, even though they're homebound, this last week I was sick. I wasn't here last Sunday. And I got a get well card in the mail for me from Sister Mary and Brother Richard. And it, uh, it really touched my heart that here's somebody that is at home, can't get out, has to stay at home all the time. And they're sending me a get well card. And uh, I just touched me so much. The munch is the same. I just I appreciate some of our uh, seniors that are uh, in our uh, church, that uh, they bring a lot of stability to our congregation. I appreciate them. Uh, we want to remember our dear sister Karen Buchanan uh, in prayer as well. Um, we want to remember Brother Keith Brown. I understand he had been in the hospital. Brother Jaron's dad, Brother Keith, down in Florida. And uh, they think it was food poisoning. So we just want to remember our, uh, our brother Keith uh, as well. We want to remember those that are with us. We've got quite a few that are missing this morning. Drums, Florians. Uh, we want to remember those, all those folks that couldn't be here. And um, Brother Dennis Shepard uh, is not feeling well as well. I'm sure they're streaming, so we just want to remember him. Aren't you thankful somewhere that there is somewhere you can bring your needs? All of them. doesn't matter if they're physical. doesn't matter if they're financial, spiritual, you know, even mental. Uh, so many people in this time have got so much anxiety so much fear about everything but there is somewhere where we can bring those needs amen and i'm thankful for that other people in the world they don't have anywhere they can go to so where do they go they go to drugs they go to alcohol but there is somewhere we can bring our needs amen and i'm thankful for that brother chad let's just bow we thank you so much for this wonderful day today, Lord, and for your grace and mercy in our lives. We just thank you for your leadership and guidance, just for being close to us. I just pray that you would draw each one closer in this service this morning, that you would just touch hearts, Lord, just speak to each one individually like you always do. We just bring these needs that were brought before the congregation to you, Lord, and we just lift each one up and trust that you'll have your perfect will and that you're more than able to take care of each one we just pray for the the song service that you would anoint the, the song leader and the musicians lord that it would just be praise to you lord and the minister that would come forth that you would just move him out of the way and speak through him to each one lord we just want to say we love you and appreciate you and pray these things in jesus name amen
Turn and shake hands with those that are around you. Welcome them to the service. And then you may have your seats. Amen. We're going to sing uh, Daystar and then if Sister Amelia uh, can come and sing after that. It's good to have her here with us. Lily of the valley, let your sweet aroma fill my life. Amen. Rose of Sharon, show me how to grow in beauty in God's Make me a reflection if you're alive. And I say, day stars shine down on me. Amen. Let your love shine through me in the Things I've never seen before. 
what's wrong and make it right. I say, day star shine down on me. Amen. Let your love shine through me in the night. One more time, lead me, Lord. Pretty popular song. If you know it, just feel free to sing along. I sought the Lord, and He answered me.
Let's stand. We're going to ask the ushers to come this time. And as soon as we take up the offering, choir, right? Choir is going to sing. So uh, if the choir uh, can make their way up as soon as we get done taking up the offering. Amen. Brother Jeff, if you could ask the blessing on the offering, please. comes let's sing falling in love with Jesus we're falling in love with Jesus oh falling in love with Jesus was the best thing I've ever done in his arms
Wow. <laughs> that was great. Amen. Really appreciate our choir. Appreciate Sister Laura's leadership with the team. That takes a lot of uh, practice. We really appreciate them. Let's stand. Uh, Brother Barry gets ready to come. I'm going to sing that song. I like to sing it, but I want to sing it uh, again. I'm amazed that he loves me. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I'm, I'm amazed, Lord, because I don't even like me. How is it that you like me and love me? Amen? <clears throat> I'm amazed that you love me. Amen? Well, I'm amazed how you care. Well, through your precious blood, I found pardon. Oh, and my sins are washed. They're all washed away. Oh, my sins are washed away. was feeling and the emptiness I tried so hard to hide put my mask on well there I laughed and said my life was blind without you I was covering up the secret tears I cried then one day someone told me of your mercies and the love you showed on a hill called Calvary well there you died and purchased my redemption amen when you broke sins back and set my spirit free cause I'm amazed hallelujah that you love me oh i'm amazed how you care through your precious blood i found pardon oh and my sins are washed they're all washed away oh my sins are washed sing this first I want us to really pay attention to the words because I like the part in here where he says his ear is always open to me when I pray so no matter how you feel you don't feel complete that's okay he's still open you stubbed your toe that's okay he's still listening amen let's sing that yes it's true there's been days that I have failed you Lord, you know the many times I've gone astray. Well, but I learned your love is stronger than my weakness. Amen. And your ear is open every time I pray. Well, no one else had ever cared for me like you, Lord. Other friends could never be as close to me. Oh, I'm not afraid to face the problems of tomorrow. Knowing you are everything I'll ever 
Yes, it's true, there have been days Lord, you know the many times I've gone astray Well, but I've learned your love is stronger than my weakness Hallelujah! And your ear is open every time I pray. Well, no one else could ever care for me like you, Lord. Other friends could never be as close to me. Well, I'm not afraid to face the problems of tomorrow. Wonderful. Knowing you are everything I'll ever need. Yes, I'm amazed. Hallelujah, that you love me. Oh, I'm amazed how you care. Well, through your precious blood, I found pardon. Oh, and my sins are washed, they're all washed away. Oh, my sins are washed away. Yes, I'm amazed, well, that you love me. blood I found parted oh and my sins are washed they're all washed away oh my sins are washed away amen wonderful thank you Jesus Amen. You can be seated this morning. God bless you. Welcome to the house of the Lord. Certainly a great honor to have all of you with us today and uh, appreciate your worship. And if we can appreciate it, imagine how God must feel because the Bible says that he delights in the praises of his people. And so I, I just, uh, I just, I'm ready for church. I don't know about you. Next week we start our Sunday school back again and uh, we appreciate our Sunday school teachers and Brother Peter's leadership there, and uh, we just uh, want to pray for our kids after service, at the end of service today, uh, those that are going back to school and our teachers and so forth. But uh, just before Brother Trevor comes this morning, I wanted to mention that uh, August 18th was Ella Kate um, Jackson's birthday, right? Ella Kate's here? She's here. How old are you, Ella Kate? 16. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, Keith and Sarah Buchanan's birthday, or anniversary. Uh, how many years, Brother Keith? 28 years. Wonderful. Great to have you back with us. Uh, Sister Kristen uh, Godwin, her birthday also, right, on August 21st. Kristen, God bless you. Uh, Hunter McIntosh is not here? Not here. Brother Hunter's birthday also was August 22nd. August 22nd was also Lisa Pascal's birthday. And August 22nd happens to be the, the, the anniversary of the Parks. God bless you both. We appreciate you very much. How many years, Brother Michael? 
53 years and going. Wonderful. God bless you both. That's a milestone. Brother Ron Knobloch has a birthday on August 23rd, right? I saw Brother Ron here somewhere. There he is. God bless you, Brother Ron. Good to have you and your wife today. And then uh, David Whitlock, uh, August 26th, his birthday. So we miss Brother David today. But we pray that God's blessing would rest upon all of you today. Brother Trevor is anxious and ready to go. How many enjoyed the service last night? There was just a lot of good things that were said and... Uh, I appreciate your feedback to him. And I received a bunch of feedback, but he received a bunch of feedback from you. And um, I appreciate that very much because there was a lot of good things that were said last night. Now listen, this is the way I approach this today. We have the whole day to give to God. The whole day just to offer to him. And the Bible tells us in Romans 12 that we should present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. You just need to show up present yourself. That's all you need to do. You don't need to be the fire. You don't need to be the, the voice. You don't need to be the mind. You just need to be the body that shows up and presents itself. And just say, Lord, we're here to receive what you have for us. And we just give you this whole day. Our fellowship, our time, our, our uh, hearts, our minds, we just want you to fill our cup, feed our soul, touch our lives, challenge us. Help us to be better Christians than when we came in here. And Lord, we're going to thank you for all you provide. That's, that's really all you need to do. And, and, and you watch what God does. When he has an open, receptive vessel, he loves to fill it. God's a filler. And he loves to fill empty vessels. So you just hold on to that today. Hold on to your spirit of worship. And just ask the Lord to speak to your heart. And I believe that he will. Let's stand to our feet this morning. We're going to invite Brother Trevor. Have your way. We'll have your way. Holy Spirit, fill our hearts and have your And as we wait, and as we Have your 
speak your word into our hearts, Lord. It's our desire this morning. Have your Bibles, if you would turn to Hebrews chapter 11. Just want to greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's uh, again an honor and privilege to be here. Had an enjoyable time last night. And I brought my own laptop up here. It's more comfortable. I have more of an illusion of control than I did last night, but praise the Lord. Everyone's happy to be here today? Amen. amen. Whether you are or not, you said amen. That's good. That's because church, that's, you answered appropriately. That's wonderful. I'm teasing. Uh, no, actually, hopefully everyone really is happy to be here, and we're happy to be together. I was telling Brother Barry, I just appreciate the spirit and the love that everyone has, and uh, I don't feel like anybody's afraid of their pastor here, which is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I just I felt like this is very healthy, you know, it's because it's, it's pastoring in love, um, and 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 love is so much stronger than fear, and so I love that. It's wonderful. So um, Hebrews chapter eleven verse six, we can read together. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him, for he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we're looking to your word and we're looking to many examples the prophet um, spoke of this morning. And though it's yet a simple thought, Lord, I just pray that it would be uh, very powerful in our lives, very instructive to us, Lord. Um, and that, Father, our, our eyes would be captivated by your goodness and your great greatness, Lord. And that we would diligently seek after you, O Lord. So bless this service and, and anoint us all, Father, for your glory and your honor, your praise, Lord, um, that you receive from the body of Jesus Christ being the manifested word in our day. And I pray that we would be that, O God, to manifest your word to this age and this hour. We ask in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. So, as you have already maybe begun to pick up, I'm kind of focusing a little bit on, you know, we talked about walk with him last night, and now you can see that I'm saying like, oh, okay, you have something to do, you're not helpless saps, you have an experience, but then there's things that you need to do and you need to participate in your walk with Christ, and now here we are at Sunday morning, and the brother's got words like diligently seek him up there, and he's just, he's just a worksy guy. We can tell already that Brother Trevor's just kind of a, he focuses on works and not too much on faith because he wants us to walk with Christ and not worry about our experience so much, and he wants us to diligently seek after him, and it's like, no, um, actually, we're going to talk about faith this morning. Um, we're going to talk about that faith diligently seeks him. So, so our scripture here, without faith, it is impossible to please him. And I would also, I would not to, you know, restructure the scripture here, but to just think about, you know, just meditate on what is being talked about here um, and why that 
faith and pleasing God is, and, and that he cometh to God must believe that he is and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If you kind of reverse that thought would be, I, I can and will diligently seek him because I believe he is a rewarder of those that do so. If I, if I didn't believe there was a reward coming from that, I would not diligently seek him to begin with. If I didn't believe that he is, I, I wouldn't diligently seek someone who I didn't believe was there. So then now you can, oh man, then your brain starts really going and it's like, okay, so am I diligently seeking him? And if I'm not diligently seeking him, why am I not diligently seeking him? Is it because I don't believe that he is? Is it because I don't believe he's going to reward me? And so maybe, maybe, so there's two things. Number one, that would be, I don't believe that God really is true because I've just been taught it and I've not experienced it. Or number two, I don't believe that he's going to reward me. Not that I don't believe that he's a good God and that he's gracious and that he's wonderful, but I just recognize that I'm too bad for him to be able to do that in the first place. Because <laughs> only three people over here caught that. Um, <laughs> are we together this morning? Everyone awake? Am I talking? I t- I sometimes I just rattle things out and I talk fast sometimes. I don't know where I got that from. But um, So yeah, so two things. Like number one, if we're not diligently seeking him, maybe we don't believe in God though we sit in a message church. Or two, we don't believe that he would reward. And why wouldn't you believe a great... If you believe that God is and that he's great, why wouldn't he reward you for diligently seeking after him? Typically, it's not because you don't believe that God is good. You believe that you're too bad for a good God to reward. And so if that... And so if that lie is something that the devil has perpetrated in your mind and you've begun to, you know, dwell on that and you've begun to reinforce that lie and you've begun to, you know, put up your mental structures because that's what the devil wants to do, put up those mental walls to make sure his lies stick. They're hard to break down. And man, I've seen it, you know. I have counseled, I've counseled people, you know, and you spend two hours just, man, you're just pulling these walls down, right? No, that's, you see that's a lie, you know, and, and, and I've, I've become really good at preposterous, like, examples, like taking somebody, it's like, somebody, it's like well, this, and then I, I take it to, like, the nth, tenth degree, you know, and it's just like, that's, like, well, that's the really, that's the dumbest thing you've ever said, Brother Trevor. It's like, yeah, but that's actually what you're trying to say. I just extremed it. And, and, and so you break things, walls down, you know, and you get people, and it's like right there, and it's like, can't you see that God loves you? And, and it's like, oh, that's so amazing. Yeah, but no. And let's put up all these walls again. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. we were so close. I'll never get those two hours back. No, it's not about my two hours. I love you. That's why I'm doing it. <laughs> But it can be frustrating. Why? Because, and, and it's, not, it's not the person. It's, it's that the devil is going to try to lock those lies in and keep them there. So I don't know who that was for because I wasn't planning on saying any of that. But it just comes to me as we, as we begin to look at this. So, so I want to I I take a title of faith diligently seeks him. So I don't want to just say, you know, hey, let's go. You know, pull up your big boy pants and your big girl skirts and, and let's diligently seek God. Let's come on now. Like quit being lazy Sunday morning only Christians. Let's do like, I'm not just saying that, but I want to, I want, I want to begin to look at that, that, that the process of diligently seeking him is an attribute of our faith. Yeah. 
And what that does for us, particularly in regards to the new birth, particularly in regards to, to, there's a timer on here, I'll use that. That's fantastic. Particularly in regards to, do I have the Holy Spirit or not? Did I get it this time? It's like the number one question asked by young people all, ever, ever. Like, did I, did, did I actually receive the Holy Spirit this time? Or was it like that other time that was really great, but I fell two days later, so obviously I didn't get it? Yeah. Come on. <clears throat> did anybody spot the lie? I don't know if, you know. Brother Barry, after you received the Holy Spirit, did you ever fall? Again, it was a preposterous question. That's why he laughed. So, <laughs> it's like, yes. Yeah. Did, did you, I, I don't know if, if, if sometimes we think through this, but you know, when we get to the millennium, we're going to have a body change. Yeah. And it's a glorified body in the millennium. And Satan will be bound, not with chains, Brother Branham says, but chains of circumstance. Yeah. Because we, don't, we have the flesh that they had in Eden. He's, there's nothing he could work in. Remember we talked about first birth and second birth? That's when the second birth type of flesh comes. You're born again, that kind of flesh. That's who you are. And you're still, even, even when you receive the Holy Spirit, man, it's the same flesh that was born in sin, shaped in iniquity, came to the world speaking lies. Right? You still have that. You may still have addictions. <laughs> I'll take unpopular opinions for 200, <laughs> Brother Trevor. <laughs> that's, that's, I get kickback on that a little bit. You know, yeah, like, hey, your flesh, man, there's times we have some serious addictions that we receive the Holy Spirit and we don't desire this thing anymore. And then dopamine. And, and, and we're like, what is, no, but this is no. And we're like, no, no, I don't want to. And it's not like, again, like, not like you're a helpless sap, but, but there, are, there are things that your, your, your flesh has been so used to doing that it's hard to break that habit. Right? So, so the Holy Spirit comes in and changes us from the inside out. Right? Soul, spirit, body. Right? So your soul, and then, so now you, you, you receive the Holy Spirit. Now it starts beginning to impact your, your, your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, you know, your memory, imaginations, conscience, affections, and reasonings. That's the five senses in your, in your spirit. That's my car, if you ever need to try to remember those. I always forgot memory, <laughs> strangely enough. Um, but yeah, my car helps you with that. Um, M-I-C-A-R, memory, imaginations, conscience, affections, reasonings. Everybody's together. Nobody's looking at me crazy. You all understand the five senses of this. You're good. Praise God. So, so, so the Holy Spirit comes in, begins to impact those things. And when it begins to impact those things, then it's going to begin to come from there and now out to your flesh. So, so yes, you receive the Holy Spirit. There's, there's, <laughs> you're going to fall every now and then. Sorry. Sorry. You still have flesh. You're still, Brother Branham, the prophet, who's telling us, you know, you receive the Holy Spirit, but hey, cover up that spot. Cover up that punch. That The devil has a punch coming. Oh, that's quotes for quotes we don't like for 200. Um, it's Jeopardy themed this morning. I don't know why, but, you know, I don't know if anybody's ever told you I don't like that quote. But there's lots of quotes I don't like because I don't wish they were a thing, but they're still truth. I don't like that it's true that there are things in my life I've got to keep covered up. 
so that so so as as a as a as a testament of my faith in God. That I want this for my life, Lord, because I see what you want for me, and I want that too. So I'm going to keep that covered up, Lord, because I know that this flesh has problems. There are predispositions that I have. There are cultural things that I have. There are wrong things I was taught. There's a lot working against you. But with the Holy Spirit on the inside, He's going to conquer every enemy. Amen? Are we, we together? It's okay, so, so, so it's just going to be real this morning. I hope that's okay. So I don't need to get you shouting, I just, but I do want to make sure that we're together and you understand what I'm saying. Like, I'm not trying to play, paint a bleak picture at all. As a matter of fact, I don't think it's, like, <clears throat> what I want to do is encourage your faith. And I want to do that very, very, uh, very dramatically, if at all possible. So, so as we talked about last night, you know, we, we start with that experience. You know, we have the new birth. We have this baptism of the Holy Spirit. And then we struggle and we have t- problems. And instead of, so sometimes we resort to masks instead of actually fixing the problems or actually, you know, trying to say, well, I don't know, or taking a humility pill and saying, well, maybe I am not the greatest Christian that ever walked the face of the earth. How many have ever taken that pill? And I have a bottle, it's constant, um, and, and actually things that I struggled with that, that, that the Lord was like, yeah, um, you're praying for deliverance and I'm not going to give that to you because you feel like once I deliver you, then you'll be, then you'll be like, see, I did it. I mean, what's, and what's your problem, bro? Like, what are you, lame sauce Christian? Come on. The Lord delivered me. I don't know what, I don't know what you're struggling with. And I absolutely know I would have done that. Just no question because God told me. That's how I know. <laughs> Not because I'm so intellectual that I know myself so well. No, God told me, like, hey, dummy, if I do that for you in your current state, you're going to have pride issues. And I'm, I'm happier with your current problem than pride, which is your real struggle. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> But once that, once that can, and see, and see, so you know what's so amazing about that too is that, is that God knows what you're dealing with and God knows what you're struggling with, right? And he wants you, he wants to tell you what the problems are. He just wants you to, like, that's, he's so faithful because so many times we're coming to an altar, we're beating on the altar, oh God, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't even know what else to be sorry for, Lord. I just know that I should be sorry. So I am, if you'll just please give me the Holy Ghost because I, I don't know what, and it's like, we actually just come to him with an honest heart and say, God, you're faithful and you're good and you want me to receive this more than I want to receive this and I feel like I want to receive it pretty bad right now, Lord. So, like, could you show me what's in the way if there's anything in the way? And he will do that because he wants you to know that. He is not going to hide. I don't know why I can't receive the Holy Spirit. Well, ask him. And maybe you already have. I don't know, but ask him to show you. Come to him with an honest heart asking. He is good. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek after them, after him. Come and diligently seek God. God, is there anything in my life? Is there anything in the way? And he will come and show you. He's not going to hide it for you. He's not going to be like, no. If you were a good Christian that actually loved me, you'd figure it out. Not like our marriages sometimes. Oh, well, anyway, I'll leave that for Brother Barry. 
<laughs> God doesn't do that. If you actually loved me, you'd know why I was mad. We attribute that to God all the time. But God doesn't do that. But when I, Brother Branham says, be certain of God, and this, if you want to listen to this tape uh, this week, this would be a great one. Um, I, I took this thought quite a bit from this sermon. But be certain of God, when I've went back and traced my life and turned over every stone, and I'd find some, that I did something wrong, I'd go confess it, say, God, I'll make it right, and go, and, and go do so, then come back again and say, now, Lord, thou art God. Uh, Will you, you'll answer me. Surely I've met every request that you required me to do and every requirement I have met it. And then the slide I accidentally deleted says, and still he won't move, seems to set silent. Seems to set silent. That's when you've got to be sure that he is God. Don't be discouraged. The only thing is that in your heart to be certain of God because God is wanting God is wanting to reward you not only with the request that you have but to reward you with the faith that he wants you to grow into Amen. that's a reward from God is more faith yeah. right because brother Branham says we should pray for faith more than anything what does he say he pray for revelation yeah. More than anything, because that is faith. Yeah. And God wants to reveal to you who he is, and he wants to reveal to you who you are and, how, and, and your relationship together. And so sometimes what God will do is he'll seem to set silent for a while. And for him, that's like one second. For you, that feels like two days, whatever it is. you know. But, 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 but it's like, God, I don't, I don't know. And then it's just like... So you get up from the altar, you leave, and you're like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I repented. I, did God do anything for me? I mean, I feel okay, but did anything happen? Did I get what I needed? Well, then we could kind of go back to last night and like, why is it that you're looking for something to get that you needed? Like, are you trying, is there a, is there a checky box? It's like, if I can just check, make the checky box and I get, Three of the checky boxes checked. Out of the ten, now I'm good enough for heaven. <laughs> no. <clears throat> but we do this, right? And we get this in our minds. Like we get fixated upon the experience that we ought to have. And did I get the experience? Did I have the experience? Did I have the right experience? Is this really the one I'm supposed to have and not like the other ones that I had but weren't the ones that I was supposed to have even though it was good that I had them but it wasn't, you know, the one that I was supposed to have. And, and some of you might, you know, some of you are laughing and that's fine. But what I, like what I am presenting right now is thoughts from young people. I guarantee We're here. This is what we're dealing with. <clears throat> so is that, so, so, so I, I, I've been struggling with just how to present this thought and how to present this idea because I, I don't, I, nowhere in this sermon should you think that I'm saying the experience doesn't matter or having the right experience doesn't matter. I, I absolutely believe you need to be born again. You need to have an experience of being filled and baptized baptized with the Holy Ghost, but I, what I am saying, because I'm always asked, like, how do you know it's the right one? And, and I just want to say wrong question. 
Because, that, because to say, how do I know it's the right one, is, is to say that there is a right one that I have to have, and that's the central thing, and if I don't have, I mean, and that's the only thing I'm concerned about, instead of just walking with Christ and believing him and, and meeting the requirement that he has, he has just told you what to do, repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and this promise, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, and this promise is unto you, and to your children and many as the Lord our God shall call. And so parents need to believe that for their children. But, you know, children need to believe that for themselves. And older people need to believe that for themselves. And because without faith, it is impossible to please him. And I know there's been people who are beating on an altar because they don't have faith that God will actually keep his word. And all we're doing is just beating ourselves up. Because without faith, you, it's, you're, you won't receive it. And we're going to go through that and talk about that. So, so what I would say is, is it's the wrong, the wrong question is like, did I get it this time or didn't I? What I would say is, is, have you met the requirement? Do you believe that God will honor his word? Because if you've done those two things, maybe God is seeming to set silent right now. But maybe if you put yourself in a channel of faith, if you oriented and structured your life and your thoughts to where it's like, but I'm going to believe God and God is obligated to his word. So I'm going to act as if God will do what he said he's going to do. Right? Why should, I, why should I ever stop seeking God in my life? Okay, I need to seek God so that I can receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good. But after you've checked the checkbox and figured out whether or not the experience you had was the right experience and it was the actual one and not like those other ones that were great but not the right one and, and we go through all that whole thing again and it's like after I've actually figured it out, oh, this time it was actually the right one, I can now, I can, now I can just rest. Just go ahead, Brother Barry, this is good. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, Brother Barry, preach on, bro. Preach about the millennium, preach about future home, all those kind of things because I'm going there. And it's all good. I'm, I am good. You good? You got, you got the experience too? Bro. Yes. Life is good in the message, man. We're going there. We relax now. You know what I'm saying? We relax. Seek God? Well, yeah, of course. People with the Holy Ghost seek God. We do these things. It's just part of the thing. But I got the right experience. So this whole, like... This whole seeking God thing, I can relax a bit. Well, that's what I was trying to say last night. Relax. God is good. God loves you and God is for you. God gave you these promises. So if you orient and structure your life and your actions in such a way that show God, I believe that you're going to do this. Lord, I believe who you are and that you are worth being sought after diligently. Because you reward those who diligently seek after you before and after they receive the Holy Ghost. One of those rewards for diligently seeking him is the Holy Ghost. But those rewards don't stop after the Holy Ghost. This diligently seeking him doesn't stop after the experience of receiving the Holy Ghost. So if, if I'm seeking the Holy Ghost, what does my life look like? Well, I'm diligently seeking him. If I've received the Holy Ghost, what does my life look like? Well, I'm diligently seeking him. Well, Brother Trevor, how can I tell? Just have faith. 
diligently seek after him and watch God fulfill his word. Uh, we, we struggle with this. I struggled with this. I mean, there's like, I know, I know the day that I received the Holy Spirit because I can look back and I can see the change in my life. And maybe that's something that we, we don't look back. It's like, well, hey, why don't you give it six months? And are you growing in grace? Has your life changed? Is, your, is the, the central theme and focus of your life, has it changed or not? And, and I can look back and I can see that at that point, that day, that experience that I had, that, I, that my life has been different ever since then. But I can tell you three years later, I was still going, God, I am such, I am so bad. I have fallen so hard. I, and I knew better and I still did it anyway. And, 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 and the devil's t- telling me all of these lies. And God, do I even have the Holy Ghost? Really? I mean, really, I, mean I believe I do, God, but really? Has anybody ever said that? I believe I have it, Lord, but really, do I? <laughs> do you understand what believe means? I don't know. But I mean, I've been there. Like, we doubt it. We struggle. Why? Because we look at the effects on our flesh, and we go, God, is it really doing what we're being taught it does? And in those moments of discouragement, in those moments that you're, you know, that the devil has just beat you up and drove a truck through your life. You know, those times when he leaves everybody else in the church alone and focuses only on you. I don't know if that's really a thing, but I certainly know it feels like it some days. God, you have blessed everyone else in this church. Right now, it's Brother Barry. God is just totally blessing all of you and... And, and allow the devil to, as he raises his hand, and, and allow the devil to, to, to solely attack him right now. So I know you all have been having great, a great week or two the last weeks because the devil has totally left you all alone and focused all attacks on him. And, you know, and, and these, we have these times, you know, of course, that happens. And I just like, right, it feels like that sometimes, yeah. right? So, yeah. so anyhow, where is this sermon going? I don't know. So we're, we're, we're tracking on this thought of, uh, if this is really what I want to express, is, is that point of seeking him before the Holy Ghost and seeking him after the Holy Ghost still looks the same. Your part in this is the same. So then, do you believe him or not? Have you met require- the requirement? Have you done what he's asked you to do? Then, then, then he wants you to believe and diligently seek him. And if you don't have it, diligently seek him. You'll have it. If you have it and you're struggling to believe if you have it or not, diligently seek him and believe his word. Amen? So to whom would we go? I believe it was Buddy Robinson one time that said, Lord, if you don't give me the Holy Ghost, when you come back, you'll find a pile of bones laying right here in the field. That's when he received it. So, and I think what, what, as I was just kind of thinking about this, like this is, this is a position of faith from, from Buddy Robinson. This is coming and saying, God, I'm going to diligently seek after you. But I, I, I like, and if I'm wrong, Lord, I'm, I am fully committed. Lord, if I am wrong that you're not going to give me the Holy Ghost because you don't, you're not really real, I am going to die over this. That's, that's a position of faith. He has fully put his entire existence into God. I believe you, and that you'll that you'll fill me with the Holy Spirit. Now, not all of us, and you know, we're 20, in 2023. Maybe this would be a good idea to just go find some field. I don't know. The farmer might not appreciate that much or not, but but find some field and go there and do the same kind of thing. But I would say this is the right attitude. 
And, and that, that if you're wanting to receive the Holy Spirit, come at it with this attitude. God, if it's not today, I believe that you'll give it to me tomorrow. If it's not tomorrow, it'll be the next day, God. And God, if it's not those three days, I'm not taking a break, God. I'm not going to get discouraged, God. Lord, I know I'll probably get discouraged. But God, I, I, I am purposing in my heart. I'm going to seek after you the next day. And if I don't receive it, I'll seek after you the next day. God, you're going to find me. If you, don't, if you never give me the Holy Ghost, God, you're going to find me seeking you for it every single day of my life. Amen? Do you now believe heaven means much to me? Got loved ones there, Father. Loving friends by the thousands are on the other side. Buddies, a wife, darling little baby. Well, it just means a lot to me. And above all that, if I, if I never see them no more, I want to see Jesus. I want to see him. And if at that day when I walk up to the gate and he looks down at me and he says, William Branham, you wasn't faithful enough and you're not worthy and I'm not going to let you come in. With the depths of my heart, I could say, yes, Lord, that's exactly the truth. I'm not worthy. And if he sends me to hell and in hell, there's, no, there's such a thing as having love, I'll still love Jesus Christ, because it's a part of my life. It's become me, and I can't help it. There's something in there that makes me love him. How about you? Is God that real? Is God that worth it? See, there, it, nowhere, nowhere in this... Do you see, did I get the right thing so that I don't have to go to hell, so that I can be in heaven? What you see in this is he is worth it all. We're not talking about me. He is so, he is so valuable. He is so worthy that, that my part in this doesn't matter anymore. We have guys that would take a bullet for a president. We have guys that would take a bullet for a very not good president. We've had a lot of those. It's a selfish, selfless with their life to protect someone who's in a position that they feel is worth their service. Or maybe at least represents a position that's worth their service. How much more God? Like, whoa, 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 but Brother Trevor, this is eternal life. Like, this is eternal life we're talking about. Like, yeah, this is the eternal God we're talking about. This is the awesome, amazing creator of everything. He is so worth our love, our service, our sacrifice. And, and if you don't see him that way, that's like get to know him, diligently seek after him and say, God, I want to see you. I want to see, like, I, look, this is hard. I mean, I just wanted you all to know that Brother Barry and I, because we're ministers, um, uh, we, we feel exactly like Brother Branham's talking about here. And you all, as lay people, I'm sure you need to, you know, rise up four steps and, you know, get to the same. No, like, I, this is not, I, Lord, help me. Yeah. I, want, I want to see this, Lord, I want to see you. Brother Branham saw you in such a way that he felt this way. This isn't, this isn't just words. Like he, he believed this. He, he expressed this to us from his heart. And I want the same heart, God. I want to I love you that 
in that way too. And not just because I'm supposed to, Lord, but I want to I know you. I want to see you in such a way that it causes that change in me. Is that good? Because that's, that's the God. That's, that's what we can see. We can know him in that way. He will reveal himself to us in, in such marvelous ways. But, but so many times we, we play around just kind of at the surface level of it and just like, God, I just want you to be save me because I know you're good enough to save me and bring me to heaven. So let's just start there, God, and maybe we'll start and stop there. It's like, well, yeah, God is able to do those things. He is good enough to do those things. And you can be thankful with the expression of God's goodness that you know. But there, are, there is so much more. Amen. Everything you know that is love, that is goodness, it's, it's all from Him. He, he is so worth getting to know in those ways. So we, we, that's where I'm saying like the questions that we ask many times are the wrong questions instead of like, Lord, just how can I get to know you more? How can you, I, I, wanna, I, want, I want to be captivated by who you are in such a way that it changes my very thought processes. That's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm looking for. So, amen. So, 5705 a hear ye him, said, there lays your wife down there in the morgue. Now he's taking your baby out of your arms. Said, you still love him? I said, though he slay me, yet I'll love him. If he sends me to hell at the judgment day, he is just. I love him anyhow. Something happened one day down in my heart. He'd put love in there. It's part of me, and it's more me than I am myself. We were going to be talking about identity this evening, but, but it's more me than I am myself. And so we begin to recognize that what God is putting on the inside of us is more me than my body. And the problem is, is that we're so concerned about the things my body does. But my body isn't me. The word of God is. His life on the inside of me as a child of God is me. And he's redeemed my body. So he took care of that part. It is I, but I may not live to hear that. But there's one thing I do want to hear, and I believe I'll hear it. It was well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joys of the Lord. That's what I'm expecting to hear someday. I'm sure he won't disappoint me. And if, if he does turn me down at the end of the road, I'll still love him. If he sends me to hell and I can still love in hell, I'll love him anyway. See, because I deserve to be turned down at the beginning. And if I had 10,000 lives to live and there's nothing after the end of them, if there was no God, no Christ, I'd still take this Christian way to live anyhow. To have men and women that I can associate with, it makes life so much different, see, if you just be a Christian. Amen. You know what I love about being a message preacher? It's so easy. It's like, I don't actually have to say much. You know, just like here, like, mm, oh, mm, people just, mm, that one too. Oof, that's just good. Anyway, so anyway, I just, I'm not trying to be lazy, but he just is just so nice. 
Praise God. So anyway, as we read in Hebrews 11:6, but without proper works, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. <clears throat> Except for I've misquoted that. <clears throat> but without faith, it's impossible to please him. Not proper works. How we live our lives, what we focus on so much, what we should focus on. We got to stop the whole performance idea. And we got to start believing that God will honor His word. God is obligated to His word, He will fulfill His word. And if you've repented and you've been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, two and two equals four. There's only one thing. You just have to believe him. You have to believe that he's going to do it. So we orient ourselves in faith. We orient our lives in faith to say, God, I have done what you've asked. I've met those requirements. And so now I'm just going to believe. Did I get it? That's not my problem, actually, at this point in time. That's, that's God's deal. I've done what he asked me to do. I have repented, and I'm living my life in a life of repentance. God, if there's anything else you want to show me that I did so badly and that I need to get rid of and that I've you know, messed up, God, you just show me what you, what you need me to do, God, I'll do it. That's, 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 a, that's a life of repentance, right? It's not just a moment. It's not just a one time at the altar. It's a life. God, you, if, if, hey, if there's something wrong, God... I don't believe there is right now, but God, if there is something, you just show me and and we're going to take care of that because you're more important, God, than those things. And so now I'm living my life in a life of repentance. I'm orienting my life to I could receive the Holy Spirit. I'm orienting, even if I've received the the Holy Spirit, I'm orienting my life to where he'd be pleased with my my life and what I'm trying to do, you know, because I'm going to fail, but I, I, I do have an attitude and a heart of repentance and so I'm, I'm going to begin to do those things. And so that I'm putting myself in a position that, God, if you don't fill me, you'll find a bag of bones. But I am doing what, you've, what you're asking me to do, oh God. And I'm going to believe that you're going to fill me. Thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemy. Now you see, when, when you're called out, first you go through a trial to see if you really gonna go on so maybe you had that experience at the altar and then you had a trial and then you wondered did I get it and then you begin to doubt and then God gives you the Holy Ghost which is the sign that he has accepted your faith That's what this token is. That's what it was to Abraham. God gave Abraham the token as a sign that he accepted his faith. That's what the Holy Spirit is for us. God is accepting your faith. You won't receive the Holy Spirit without faith. So sometimes you have an experience and then you have this little trial so we just have to like, so start thinking, like, does this happen to you? Have you had an experience and then got smacked with a trial? And then what was your response? Was it faith or was it doubt? Was it like, oh, drat, guess I'm going to have to try that all over again and just do it better next time? No, no, believe God. 
because he's going to give you the trial. And I'm go- God, I'm going to go through this trial and the world may smack me around, but God, I believe that you are and that you're going to reward me. And then God gives you the Holy Ghost, which is the sign that he has accepted your faith. Be certain of God. You know when we have confessed our sins and met every requirement that God requires. We believed on God. There's a circumstance that has to be met and it's, it's according to his will. And we've confessed our sins and we've made all the wrongs that we have did right, done everything that we know how to do, every requirement that God has made or asked and we've met the requirement and yet he lays silent. He just won't answer us. I'm sure that I'm speaking to people this morning who has come to that place. I've been there many times myself. When I've went back and traced my life and turned over every stone and I found I've did something wrong, I go confess it, say, Lord God, I'll make it right and go do so, then come back again and say, now, Lord, thou art God, you'll answer me. Surely I met every request you required me to do and met every requirement I met it and still he won't move, seems to set silent and... And that's when you've got to be sure that he is God. Don't be discouraged. The only thing is that in your heart to be certain of God. My text, be certain first before you do anything. Be certain in your heart that it's God. And when you've met everything that he said, then you're sure that he's God. That's when faith goes to work. Not just altar calls. Not just powerful services, not just faith. Faith goes to work. There's a rugged faith that we should have in Jesus Christ. There's a faith that says, God, I don't care. Like, get things, like, just, like, you know, like, I kind of say, like, look, I am so, I, I, I understand the sentiment, and there are times when you should rebuke the devil and things like that, but there are sometimes people get so happy about beating the devil over the head, and like, look, we cast out every demon out of this place, and we're just, like, aren't we just a triumphant body of believers that just, Sin killing, demon slaying. And I'm like, I don't care. Can we just Jesus? Like, as far as I'm concerned, demons can just get out of the way so I can get to Jesus. Like, I don't really care what happens to you, demon. I don't care about slaying you. I'm pretty much just ignoring you because you're not worth thinking about. Sorry if you had an overinflated sense of your own existence. But Jesus Christ is the thing that matters to me. That's what I want. I want to seek after him. I want like, is that where he is? Hey, I'm coming. Like, just get out of the way, man. There's Jesus over there. That's, that's like, and faith goes to work. It's like, God, I, I'm, I'm pressing in. I'm pressing in. Not, not in a performance, not because I'm supposed to, not because Brother Trevor's preaching it, but because that's my heart is, to, God, I've seen how valuable and wonderful you are, and I want what you are. In me. That's when faith goes to work right there. Faith stands steady. For it knows that he is. And you've met every requirement. You believe that he is. And faith holds steady. And this is where, you know, like I said, after I received the Holy Spirit and like three, month, three years later, like that the only thing I could come back to when the devil is just sitting there and trying to say, see, you don't have it. You're too bad. You can't. It's like, but I met the requirement. And so if I don't have it, and devil, all your lies are doing is just making me go, God, I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm so bad. Like, you're just pushing me into repentance here. I don't know if you notice, devil, but when you come and do that, I just repent more. It's not, I don't think it's working for you. Like, you think it's working. And then I'm believing God. 
I'm, look, I met the requirement. I have fulfilled what God has asked me to do. And I can do nothing else but just believe that God is obligated to his own word. And if he decides that I am not worth it. Well, I still love him. I'm still going to seek after him. Faith holds steady. Your faith in the word of God. Everybody just turn to Acts 2.38 right now. Take your Bibles out, your phones out, whichever it is. Preferably the paper one. But. Okay, what you are holding in your hands right now, as you turn those pages, is the divinely inspired, written down mind of Almighty God. It's not just a book, but it is the thoughts from the mind of Almighty God Himself. It is his character itself expressed on page. Lived out through his son, Jesus Christ. Shown us what that looks like in the, in, in, the, in the form of human man. That same character that we saw in Jesus Christ is the character being expressed by the words in these pages. And those words say... Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's a promise. From the mind and heart and character of Almighty God, given directly to you, written down so that you would know it. And then shown through history that God proves it and, 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 and answers it and, and makes good on his word. And you're not so evil. You're not so different. You're not so 2023. You're not so born in the message but failed too many times. And you knew better but still did it. That this promise isn't for you. There's no qualifications like that in there. So I don't know how the devil might try to lie to you, but that is the mind of Almighty God to you. And if you meet the requirement he put there, then believe that the mind of God didn't put it there on page for no reason or for not you, because he gave it to you. So stand there and say, God, I believe that. I'm not worthy of it, but I believe it anyhow. I'm going to fail and I'm going to struggle and I'm going to fight, but God, I'm going to seek after you because you said it's for me. And, the, and, and I don't care what comes at you. I don't care the failure. But God, I'm just going to check and make sure I, I've, been, I've been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If not, I hear you have a pool here. We can take care of that. And we'll talk a little bit about that identification of that tonight. But, but and God, I'm going to just, like, I'm going to live in this heart of repentance. So, God, I, I, I'm just going to believe you. I can, I can do nothing else but believe. The, the other alternative is, well, frankly, not so good. So, God, here I am. I believe. Because there's nothing else I can do. And faith will stand. And faith will hold steady. Oh, blessed be his name. Faith won't move. For it's sure that God is. 
and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. May this go way down deep and never move from you, Hickory Bible Tabernacle. If you've met God's requirement and in your heart that you believe that he is, God's only testing your faith for he loves to do that. You've confessed your sins and met every requirement that God requires and still he lays silent. Remember, faith says that he is. Then faith holds out. Not knowing what it's all about. (sighs) You ever been there? I don't get it. I don't know, Lord. Could you show me? Oh, man, those last six months. Woo, been feeling that one. But it knows that he is. And it's certain that he is. So in those times when we don't know, I mean, we can stress and we can worry and we do those things. We just, we're just humans. We do these things, right? But how much better is it to just go, you know what, God? No, that's going to do me any good. I'm just going to remember that you are. The fourth seal, you can accept it by faith. You have to accept Christ by faith. That's exactly right. You accept the Holy Spirit by faith. But then let the Holy Spirit come and give the circumcision as a witness that he has accepted your faith. See? Then see, Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, but God gave him the sign of circumcision as a confirmation that he had accepted his faith. So that's the same thing we must do. We must wait on the Holy Spirit till it's done something. Not necessarily because we spoke in tongues, not because we danced or got emotional, shouted, those things are all fine, until we were changed. Until something actually happened. And then you could say, see, yeah, 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 right there, Brother Trevor, that's what we're talking about. How do I know something happened? And I would just say, let's go back to the start of the service. And we just go through the whole thing again. Right? Something will happen. There is a change. You'll notice that change. But, but, but. Your, your attitude and the structure and how you live your life is diligently seeking after him anyway and believing him. I don't care what form it comes in, just so it happened. That's the main thing. See, musicians, you can come. This is one of my favorite quotes. I threw it in here at the end because I think it applies, but I don't. I could probably preach in another entire sermon on this quote. But so musicians, you get on up here so this can be the shortest sermon I've ever preached in my entire life by far. This great warrior, Joshua, Joshua stood by him, said, certainly it can be God's given it to us. Amen. I like that. Yes, sir. What was it? They were positionally born in Christ. They had a knowledge of the word and the word become manifested. Remember, every one of those Israelites had the word of God preached to them. All of you have had the word of God preached to you. But it only taken effect upon Caleb and Joshua to realize what it was all about. Two million heard the word preached. Two understood that word was for them. That word was talking about them specifically. That what the promises were that you can have. There will be a land of milk and honey that's yours. That you have a promised land and you'll have a mountain. And you'll have all of these things that will make your life so great. Two million heard that. Two million went through the motions like, well, I mean, we're all going to a promised land. So you going? I guess we'll go. go. We have promised land up ahead. I don't know. And two of them were like, 
vision in their eyes. You could just see something burning in there as you looked in their eyes and they were like, yes, no, that's my mountain. I, I know it's for me. I know, and God, put a sword in my hand when it comes time. That's fine. I'll use it because I know I'll be fighting a battle that you already won. And, 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 and God, just yeah, here I am walking through a wilderness. God, these times come, I guess, on the way to the promised land, and that's fine. I, but I know, God, I've heard it, and I know it's mine, and it's for me. Through the wilderness, whether there's water or not, whether the food is manna or quail or whatever it is. But God, through those times, I recognize even through those times, there's a promise that's mine. And they didn't stop halfway. Sure, there were times when they were like, 40 years, man, I'm getting old. Caleb was 80 when he took his mountain. But he took his mountain and he lived his life in such a way that he believed there was a mountain that was for him because he had heard a prophet preach and give a promise and tell him what was, how the word of God was to be manifested in his own day. And he believed it was for him. So i just, just like to know how many Joshua's and Caleb's are there. Metaphorically, metaphor, metaphor speaking, not actual Joshua's and Caleb's. So... Right? It's mine. The Holy Spirit is mine. And, 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 and whether I have it now or not, it's still a promise to me. And I'm going to live my life Amen. as if he's going to give it to me. And as if after I have it, he's going to give it to me again and again and refresh me and refresh me. Not that I need to have multiple births, but just to be refreshed by his, by his spirit and to grow in him and to strengthen in him as I, as I seek him and uh, as I know more about him, as I'm rooted and established in this faith and I'm, I'm positionally know my place. And this promise is for me. It's mine. I don't know what you all are hearing. That promise is mine. And I'm going. Y'all can come along. But don't ask me to come along because I'm just going. I'm not, I'm not coming along. I'm going for me to get my promise. Why? Because it's me. Of course I'm going. No, because I believe it. Like I'm constrained by my own faith inside of me. I just have to go. I will go. I can't wait to go. Everything in me says, go, it's yours. It's faith. It's faith. So, I don't know if there's a way to go back to the first slide without hitting the button 54 times, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hey, the guys are doing it. Look at that. You're amazing, whoever it is back there behind the screens. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek after him. Brothers and sisters, faith diligently seeks him. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, Lord, I... um, I just, I just love, Lord, I just love to believe you. I can't do anything but believe you, oh God. I'm committed, I'm sold out, it's too late to turn back, God. I, I, I don't want to turn back, Lord. I, I can do nothing but believe you. And I'm so thankful that I do. 
Father, I pray that you just quicken our faith this morning. That we would orient our lives, Lord, and just put us, put up, to do what our faith says we are, Lord. To just diligently seek after you. To believe you for your promises. Oh, God. You're so good because you do so much. The requirements, so few. But just to give our lives to you and to take on your name in baptism. Oh, God. May that experience happen for every single believer here, oh, God. May you calm... May you calm their minds, Lord, their anxieties, their fears, the pressures of performance, Lord God. May your Holy Spirit just whisk those away this morning. And may we come to a place where we just resolutely see and know and believe the promises to us and to our children and to as many as are afar off, even as the minis. You will call, oh God. So move in our presence, quicken these words to our hearts, Lord. So I just believe that this is just what you wanted to say, oh God. And I trust that your Holy Spirit would go and just make it personal into the hearts of every believer as we wait and worship you. We pray this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Gonna make it. He already said Oh, let this just be a cry of faith. Not just a song, but your, the expression of your faith. That he's worth everything for my good.
myself to you. myself to you. I give myself away. I just surrender it. I give it away. There's no value in me holding on to my life. My life is best when it's given away to you. Let me surrender to the right side, the right person, the right one. Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not in trying but in, but in trusting, not in running, but in resting. It's not in wondering, but in praying that we find the strength of the Lord. Well, it's not in trying, but in trusting. It's all, it's already done. It's already done. Sorry. It's already done. The battle is over. The victory's been won. It's already done. Again. Well, it's already It's already done. Battle 
victory is won It's already It's already done. Yes, it's, it's already done. It's already done. Battle is over. Victory is won. God is good, isn't he? It's already done. There's a lot of things, really, that are already done. We're catching up to what we know God's already done. And there's already a lot of things that are already accomplished, sealed, finished, completed. We're walking in the fulfillment of a lot of those things that are already done. We still have a few things that lay ahead of us. And you know what? When we finish those things, like the change of our body... Uh, when you get over on the other side, when you're sitting in the marriage supper of the Lamb, and you look around and, and, and see those believers that uh, are walking with you, and you realize you're in that body never to go back again, you realize, wow, it's already done. But a lot of it has already been done, and we're living on this side of that event. We ought to be rejoicing the same way as when we get over on the other side over there, and realizing how much He actually did for us. Not because you deserved it. <clears throat> Not because you work for it. Not because you got enough checks in the boxes. But because he loved you. That's what he wants you to know. That's what he wants you to understand. That's what he wants you to get in your heart. And it's not about me and what I've done. It's not a works-based thing at all. It's about your faith in him. It's about your love relationship with him. That's what it's about. It's not about which church you went or what ministry you sat under or anything like that. Let me tell you, God's election, God's predestination, it works way above all of those things. He's got it under his control. You know that? He's got it under his control. I'll tell you what. Majesty Worship his majesty
King of all kings. Sing that again now. Raise your hands and sing it to him. So Father, how we love you, Lord, with all of our heart. How we thank you, Lord Jesus, for the promises that, Lord, you'd be a rewarder of them that diligently seek you, Lord. Father, you've been that over all of these years. And, Lord, since man walked on the face of the earth, Lord, you've been a rewarder. You've been one who wanted to bless us even more than we wanted to be blessed. And Father, here we are now in the last days, Lord, and just bringing this this whole thing to a close and Lord you've chose us to be a part of this final act of the Gentiles Lord I pray oh God that we would lay aside every every sin that does so easily beset us and we lay aside our worries and our cares and, and Lord ev everything that seems to be constantly in the way and Lord we diligently seek you with all of our heart Father, I just ask that you would just move in every heart, Lord. And I believe, Lord, you're speaking deeply to us today. I believe, you, Lord, you're speaking significantly to us today. And, Lord, we just want to worship you in spirit and in truth, Lord, with all of our heart. We thank you, Lord, and we thank you for making a way for us. Father, you make no mistakes, Lord, as your prophet said. You chose us, Lord, because you had known us even before we stood on this earth. And you make no mistakes. Hold us in your hand, Lord. Lead us and guide us as your word promises you would do. And Lord, make us sensitive to that leadership. And we'll give you thanks and praise in the wonderful and glorious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship in one Oh, every praise, every praise is to our God. Sing hallelujah to our God. Glory, hallelujah to our God. Oh, every praise, every praise is to our God. Savior. 
praise him we know the end of the book we've read the end of the story we know how this comes out God's word doesn't fail God doesn't lie God doesn't make mistakes we know how this comes out we know what the end of the story is we know that God's going to hand out crowns we know there's a marriage supper we believe there's a millennium hey it's going to happen if we already know the end of the story if we already know the end of the battle why shouldn't we rejoice why shouldn't we praise God why shouldn't we thank him why shouldn't we glorify him why shouldn't we reach out to him and say thank you Jesus for what you've done we know how it comes out we know who makes it we know who wins Every praise is due our God. Every praise, every service, every song, every, every intention of our heart ought to be giving God thanks for what he's done. He doesn't ask you to do it. He asks you to believe it. He asks you to walk in it. He asks you to embrace it. He asks you to fall upon it. He asks you to just uh, you know, rejoice in it every day that you have breath. Hey, let me tell you, I, I, the longer you go, the, the more you realize that's not hard to do. When I realize what I can't do and I realize what he can do, let me tell you, that's exciting to me. That's a wonderful thing. And you know what we should do? We should sing every praise. It's to our God. Every word of worship, one accord. Every praise. Every praise is to our God. Sing hallelujah to our God. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good all the time, and all the time God's good. Let's sing that this morning. As we sing this, if you're in school this year, as is our tradition, we'd like you to come on up at the beginning of the year, and we'd like to pray with you, just say a general prayer uh, over all of our students and our teachers. 
we know that uh, in school there are many challenges. It's, it lasts a long time, and uh, we just want to pray God's protection upon you and God's blessing upon you. And uh, we, we feel like this is a, a good thing to do. And uh, no matter what school you're in, no matter what your school environment is, whether you're in a grade school or a college school, and uh, uh, no matter what your connection is, uh, I, I, for me, uh, we, we do this at the beginning of uh, every school year at our house and just ask God's blessing upon uh, the school year and, and uh, everybody who's participating. And so uh, we'd like to do that this morning. So as we sing this, uh, why don't you come on up to the front here. Homeschoolers as well. <clears throat> God is good all the time. Let's sing it together. God, God is, is good, good all the time. It's a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good all the time. His light will shine. God is good. My God is good all the time. Well, if you're walking. in the schools. Wonderful. Look at that. Wonderful. Let's pray together. Parents, you pray. Grandparents, you pray as well. Heavenly Father, as we bow in your presence today, Lord, that we come to another uh, year that's passed, Lord, and here we are now, Lord, at the beginning of school again. And in this season, Lord, that we live in, we know there are many challenges, Lord, no matter what the school environment is, Lord, we know there are many challenges that lay ahead of these kids. And I pray, dear God, that you would bless each one of them and the families they represent, Lord, no matter where they are. May their light shine in this dark world. Lord, I pray your hand of protection would rest upon them and the angels of God would encamp around about them, Lord, all through the year. And Lord, may they give their heart and their soul, Lord, to the, uh, to the work that lays ahead of them, Father. And I pray that they would be diligent uh, in all their endeavors, Lord. And may they just put their whole energy and their mind into uh, being the very best student, Lord, that, that they could be. Because, Lord, that's the station in life that they're at. And that's where they are, Lord. And I, I just ask that your blessing 
can rest upon them. And Lord, for parents, Lord, who uh, give that extra measure of guidance through the year, I just pray that you would give them wisdom in knowing what to say and how to respond to things, Lord. We live in challenging times, and we live in a season, Lord, where uh, the enemy rages, and we live in a world where systems are falling apart. But Lord, you've chosen us to live in this day. Now may we be true representatives of the kingdom. Even at young ages, Lord, may we be true representatives of the kingdom. I pray, dear God, you'd go with all of these students, Lord, and bless them abundantly. And we thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. And we'll thank you, Lord, because we, we know you have said you'd never leave us nor forsake us. We're going to trust in that. We thank you, Lord. In your wonderful and precious name, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And amen. Praise the Lord. Let's sing it again one more time as we go back to our seats here this morning. God is good all the time. sing one more little chorus here before we let you go this evening and uh, enjoy your fellowship, enjoy your conversations together and then come on back at five, come back a little bit early. Uh, we have a, a snack prepared for everybody for after service tonight so we'll be able to fellowship a little bit and spend a little bit of time together and have some good food and uh, we want you to all to take advantage of that and enjoy that. Brother Caleb uh, is going to be leaving us this afternoon and came in yesterday and leaving this afternoon and going back uh, to Texas again. Brother Caleb, would you come up and close in a word of prayer? We're just honored to have him this weekend, and uh, we appreciate him uh, taking the time out of his schedule to come and be with us. And so we're just going to ask him if he would uh, close in prayer today. And may God richly bless you. Shall we pray? Our blessed Heavenly Father, we are so grateful unto you for your goodness upon us. Indeed, you've opened our eyes to see these things because you love us. Yes. Dear Lord Jesus, there is a responsibility for every call. Dear Lord Jesus, help us to answer that responsibility. Help us to seek you more yes. earnestly, 
more diligently. Yes. We are your representatives on this earth, in our schools, in our homes. Help us to live lives that reflect you. Help us always be mindful of that unseen eye, that Lord Jesus, our lives will always align with your word. Dear Lord Jesus, help us that these words that have been spoken in, uh, to us this couple of days will be grounded in our hearts, that Lord, they will bear forth fruits to the pleasing of your holy name. We commit our dear brother into your hands. We pray that you anoint him further, O Lord Jesus, that he will continue to be a blessing wherever he goes, Lord. Lord, bless this church. Lord, we bring every need before your, your throne, Lord. We've heard about your silence, Lord Jesus, that it is in those moments that we have to trust you. We have examples in scripture. We can look at how, Lord Jesus, your prophet taught us about uh, that family of uh, Lazarus, Mary and Martha, their attitude. That man, Lazarus, sacrificed everything, but the, uh, the crucial moment that he needed you, it appeared you didn't care. But Lord Jesus, in that dark hour, Martha had an appropriate attitude that brought your presence down, yes. O oh, Heavenly Father. We can say the same about John the Baptist, sacrificed his early life to you, but the moment that he needed you, it, as, it, it, it looked as if you didn't care. But Lord Jesus, help us, Lord, and you do the same to us, Lord God. Be merciful unto us that Lord Jesus will not turn you down, will not speak foolishly, Lord Jesus, but hold on, persevere yes. through the trials, through difficulties, that Lord Jesus someday yes. will see you face to face, Lord. Lord, we commit the afternoon into your hands, Lord. Be with us, Lord, and bless everything that we do. In Jesus' name, we have prayed with faith and thanksgiving. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, Brother Caleb. Sing this as you go this morning. Let the worshipers arise. Oh, let the sons and the daughters sing. I surrender to I surrender to the King. Worshipers arise. Sons and the daughters.